Hello and welcome to the Braindrop Podcast, a show all about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. This is the vacation edition in which I have been on safari in the exotic wilds of northern Alabama. Who knows what sights and sounds we will discover on this episode. No sights at all, as a matter of fact. This week we're giving solutions to the previous episode, plus a bonus lateral thinking puzzle at the end of the episode. First, here's a beautiful soundscape of a neighborhood in Florence, Alabama. Astounding. Now, here's last week's solutions. Solution one. <laughs> Halftime. In this puzzle, Sherlock Holmes told us of a clock face that broke into two pieces, the numbers on one piece added up to an even number, and the numbers on the other piece added up to an odd number. What is the sum of the two numbers? Watson found it a frivolous-sounding puzzle because on first glance, the sum of two parts of a broken clock would be the same as the sum of the numbers on an intact clock face, which would be 1 plus 2 plus 3 all the way up to 12. That number is 78. We had a few solves on this one. Stephen from New Zealand gave the most thoroughly correct solution. The problem with Watson's assumption is... When you add an odd number and an even number together, you get an odd number, which 78 is not. So the only way you can do that is if the clock breaks apart one of the two-digit numbers so that one digit is on one piece and the other digit is on the other piece. It could be the 10, the 11, or the 12. When you split them, you throw off the balance of the number of odd and even numbers. So when you split the 10, you add an additional odd number, by isolating the 1. Same with the 12. Uh, when you split the 11, same thing happens. You turn what was one odd number, 11, into two odd numbers, two ones, so that adds an additional odd number. Since you now have seven odd numbers instead of the previous six odd numbers, the only way to split them is uneven. You'll get an odd number of odd numbers <laughs> on one piece, uh, which adds up to an odd number in total and you'll get an even number of odd numbers on the other piece, which adds up to an even number in total. So that gets you your even and odd number pieces. So what is the sum? Uh, no matter which number you picked to split, the total will be the same. Your original sum was 78. When you split them, you're turning a tens place one into a ones place one, which subtracts nine from the total, leaving 69, which is the answer. So was Watson correct? Uh, as Stephen pointed out, go back to elementary, my dear Watson. Solution two. United Statements of America. In this puzzle, we listed a number of American likes and dislikes. Here in America, we like Coca-Cola, but not Sprite. When it comes to the flavor of coffee, we like floral or almond, not chocolate or hazelnut. We like the arid mainland, not the lush islands. We like to say hi, not hello. We like LA, not San Francisco. We like Nemo, not Dory. We like to speak Mandarin, not French. We like to work in the coal mine, not the shipyard. So the final question, do we like the New York sky or the Oklahoma wind? Uh, a different Stephen was the first to get this one right. We're still collecting more Stevens. 
Nathan from Canada also sent in the right answer, and uh, I give him credit for the inspiration for this puzzle, based on a guess of a previous puzzle from another week. Uh, the things that Americans like in this puzzle are spelled entirely with two-letter U.S. state abbreviations. We like Coca-Cola, C-O, Colorado, C-A, California, C-O again, and L-A, Louisiana, and so forth for all the rest of the words. Arid mainland, Mandarin, we say hi instead of hello because H-I is Hawaii. So between New York sky and Oklahoma wind, we like New York sky. N-E for Nebraska, W-Y for Wyoming, O-R for Oregon, K-S for Kansas, K-Y for Kentucky. We almost like Oklahoma wind as well, uh, but the H-O throws it off. Now listen to some of the calls of the local wildlife. Solution 3 Cross my heart. Last week's lateral thinking puzzle. Roger had a heart attack in front of a crowd of people. None of them knew him. He was not an actor or performer of any kind. And yet several of the people assumed he was faking it. Why? Was there something, was there something about the setting that made people think he was faking? Yes. So there's a crowd of people. Are they? Is their attention directed in his direction? Like they're looking at something, uh, or they're looking at something? But it's not necessarily where he is. Right. And he's part of the crowd. Would you say? Mm, I think it's irrelevant. But I don't think so in this case. So is the reason for the crowd relevant? Yes. But it's not a concert or a show. It's not some kind of performance. They're not at a performance. Not a performance. But are they, is there a speaker? Is this politics or? There's a speaker. A speaker. Is it church? No. Is it politics? (laughs) No, it's not politics. Classroom? No, not classroom. Was it something medical? Yes. So... Were, was it one of those things where they're like operating and then all these people are watching? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Is he talking about heart attacks? Sort of, yes. Or like at a heart, it was heart relevant? Yes. Was the speaker... Was everyone faking a heart attack? No. <laughs> <laughs> was the speaker the one who, was, was Roger the speaker? Uh, no. Sorry, I forgot who Roger was. Oh, right. Roger's just not speaking. Was he on, but was he on stage or somewhere towards the front? No. Was he towards, was he running some of the equipment or something? Was he in the crowd? I mean, sort of. He wasn't. But he wasn't there for that? It doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) he was just a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Are they in a building? I think that's irrelevant. Just like he has to be there for some reason. People usually don't just go wandering through like speaking events. <laughs> was it a convention? It was sort of a convention, yeah. I'll, I'll say for the purposes that it's kind of a convention. Like a training or some sort of gathering of doctors or something? Or students? Uh, or... No. 
of heart attack patient people, <laughs> of average citizens. Just people. Not even citizens, man. <laughs> <laughs> Their citizenship is irrelevant. <laughs> so it was a medical talk that just regular people were going to. Sort of. Is it more like health? It was a he- like a health convention kind of thing? No. So the speaker is a doctor. No. No. Is in the medical profession. Fitness person. A runner. No. Just somebody who had a heart attack one time. <laughs> I thought you said it was medical. Well, that's why you have to... But it was medical related. Yes. The talk was medical related. Yes. But are all of the people in some in some kind of medical condition or anything like that? No. Like this isn't a hospital and there's <clears throat> it's not a hospital. An entertainer. There's are no they anti medicine? No. Type people no. like anti vaxxers right, no, or no. naturopaths. And no, this was before all that, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I worry that you guys are gonna get hung up on the medical. Yeah. Well, I assume that so I will ask is the medical nature of the event why people thought he was faking? Yes. So the, is the topic of the talk relevant? Yes. And that topic is not medical? Or it is. But really in a kind of tangential sort of yes, way? Yes, it's tangentially medical. Is it inspirational? Is no. it informational? Informational. Is anybody's occupation relevant? Like mm. speaker or crowd? I mean, the speaker does this probably for a living. He speaks information at people and they say I don't want that information so they go would I go to this thing um I don't know that anybody knew it was there so somebody's just speaking and then they kind of gather around yes and it's for whatever information is being delivered when does this happen (laughs) I'm trying to think of any Circumstances in which I'm like, oh, there's someone talking over there. Well, you wouldn't probably, but there are people who do. So is it not? <laughs> but it's not religious in nature. No. Or no. Is it a sale? A salesman? Yes. They they're selling something. Is it yes. like when they sell timeshares kind of thing? Or uh, I don't know. What you mean. <laughs> well, like when they when companies will say, if you come to this thing, oh. you can get. Blah, 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 blah. No, but then you not. come and you listen to an hour-long talk about pots and pans. Right. It's not that. It's not that. Because he was just there and they stop and go, oh, this is interesting. So could it be like, but we were talking about it, it could be a convention, like could it be literally a, a sales or a, where they're selling things. multiple products or like something. It could be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Sure. And because of what he's selling... That's why they thought he was faking, or because of how he was selling it. Um, 
What is probably more accurate? Okay. It's not like he's going to say, you're going to be shocked, and then somebody <laughs> has a heart attack. No. Okay. Was he selling medicine of some kind? Um, you know, to be more specific. Was he selling medicine. pills? <laughs> no. Was no he pills. selling nutritional supplements? No. Was he selling, is what he's selling related to heart attacks? Yes. Oh. Is it just like a heart attack? I don't know. I don't know anything about heart attacks. A heart attack medicine or preventer or something? <laughs> it what? relates to heart attacks. <laughs> Does it matter what it specifically it is? Or is that kind of, uh, are we kind, kind of, kind of. Was it like baby aspirin? No. Oh. Is it supposed to be preventing? No. It's like what you do when you have a heart attack? Yes. Okay. And then, and then somebody had a heart attack. And so everyone just thought that was a joke because this guy's talking about heart attacks. Is that the... Yes. Well, is there more I feel like there's the answer. There's more to the answer, but that could be... Sure. Well, we can try to poke a little bit. There's a major components of the answer. Okay, so, so yeah, so he's selling... Did, like, would we know what this thing is that he's selling? Yeah, if somebody said it, you'd be like, oh. It's a panic button thing. No. It's a word. Well, wait. Device. It is a device. Like a phone. Not a phone. It doesn't contact anyone. No. Nope. I already asked is that. It's a defibrillator. It is a defibrillator. No, it's not. <laughs> you buy those for yourself? <laughs> no. You don't buy defibrillators. I don't even think I'm saying it right. A man was right. in a hardware store demonstrating the type of defibrillators that you can install on the wall of an office or apartment building or whatever. When suddenly a man walking by only a few feet away started having a heart attack. The demonstrator determined that he was in AFib and actually shocked him with the demonstration model, probably saving his life. The article didn't say, but I imagine several people in the crowd will forever believe it was just a clever demonstration gimmick. Oh, so they thought it was part of the sales. So he ended up using it. So it was like it. a, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my Sorry. goodness. Yes, it worked not quite at the answer, but I get it. That's funny. I didn't realize that people had defib. I don't think I'm saying it right. De Defibrillator? Yes, defibrillators in offices? That's a thing people have in yeah. the office? Here's a bonus lateral thinking puzzle for you this week. Another one sent in by Rain Yang. Jim is surprised when a stranger enters the door and starts taking valuables from his home. He watches in fascination as they do this. After the thieves escape, he goes back to what he was doing and soon forgets the whole thing. Why didn't Jim, who was in good health, try to stop the thieves or at least call the police? Okay, I'll give solutions to those next week. Alright, that's it for this week. Next week will be three new puzzles for you. You can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com for a refresher on this week's bonus puzzle. And you can send in your solutions or share a puzzle for a future episode by sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Braindrop Puzzle. Special thanks to Jeff Moore for some of the music, including what you're listening to right now. Finally, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and telling your friends about the show. I appreciate the reviews that we've gotten recently. All right, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. Here's the sound of a small waterfall slowed way down. <laughs>